0: welcome to music fishbowl hello everyone welcome to music fishbowl music chatter for all this is episode 14 i'm so glad i've got into essentially two weeks worth of podcasts if you wanted to listen to one per day uh, and the fact there's still people listening really does make me appreciate it we'll just do some housekeeping um, as i've been saying for the past few weeks Please do make sure, you know, you give your generosity and your time to the podcast and you're all amazing. But please, if you can, you know, subscribe to it on whatever platform you listen to on. I understand if you go through my website to listen, um, the link is in my bio, on my Instagram page and is in the description of the overall podcast. Um, But if you do listen there, I, I understand you can't necessarily subscribe. But if you do listen on Spotify or places like Pocket Cast and things like that. Please do just uh, subscribe if you if you can. You know the download equals a listen, uh, plus then you listen to it as well. So, and it will always remind you when you got when new episodes are made available. Because I am thinking of potentially doing some different stuff coming up, and I might I might just drop in a few short episodes of just me talking in between weeks. I may not. I'll see how I feel about it, but that is up and coming potentially. Um. In terms of also with the podcast as well, actually, before I, I move on, um, please do make sure you do also leave a rating. Um, this, I mean, no, none of this costs you anything, but this really costs nothing. Whilst you're listening, just drop a rating so it's not costing you time. Uh, you can rate it even five star, uh Whatever, 5-star, 4-star, whatever, whether you like it or not, I don't care. I mean, if you're listening, you probably like it, so it doesn't really matter. But those ratings do really help boost the podcast, and they they, they do push it to a wider audience. So I'm really thankful for um, people who do that. Um, I don't know, some of you have already, so thank you so much for that. Uh, in terms of the website, it is still there. Um, and, you know, you can listen on there whenever you like. Read up about the podcast, about what we do, who we are, um, who I am, you know, things about that um a new development for this week though is that i have developed a playlist of all the song recommendations from all the episodes of the podcast you may have noticed i don't do it every episode if i have a guest who's like from the time like today or from uh you know like a musician guest i don't really do it if it's one of my mates one of my friends or something like that We do the song recommendations and, and, you know, we've enjoyed them so far. I've enjoyed learning new music and stuff. And I know you guys are all into that. So that will be there for you um, to find. Uh, I will put a link into the the podcast description, but I'll also put a link into uh, this episode's description and also into... um, into my uh, link tree which is on my Instagram. My Instagram being at thisisvinyl.tap if you're not already following me there please do. Um, It's all music stuff like and it's all good you know posting records and stuff like that so I'm sure you'll find it enjoyable there. Um, In terms of this episode wow uh, it's a brilliant episode. Um, I had the father of a very dear friend of mine come on this week. Um, His name's Roger and Roger's been going to gigs since the 60s, and he's kept ticket stubs from since the 70s, okay? And the story of this episode is it is very much unhinged, very much, you know, We there's nothing really prepared. I had a few questions every now and again, but to be honest, I didn't really ask them. I asked questions that I thought of off the cuff, you know, and we just chatted about music for an hour. But the main focus really was on the gigs he's been to, um, and... I was talking to him when we were organising, having him on the podcast. And he said, oh, I've got a shoebox full of these ticket stubs going back to the 70s. And I went, wow. And he goes, I'm going to bring it to the podcast recording so we can use that for conversation. I was like, brilliant. And, you know, I looked through to find a few before at the start. and, And I found loads of really cool ones to ask about. And then we just went in just lucky dip and just picked out them. There must have been. I'd say there's a good, there's hundreds in there, if not a thousand, you know, so there's loads, and we, we and, you know, Roger said he's happy to come back and do another episode at some point, going through more of them, um, Roger's also, just so you know, he's also a guitarist, um, he, uh, plays just for fun, you know, and he, he enjoys that, you know, uh, he's still going to gigs to this day, um, and yeah, he, he actually lent me a really cool Blu-ray, um, and it's, it's Gary Moore and friends one night in Dublin, and this was a tribute to you feel in it So um, you know from thin Lizzy because Gary is obviously in thin Lizzy as well um, And yeah, no, it's it's great. It's got all these great songs It's got uh, I mean obviously it's got walking by myself, which is one of my favorite Gary Moore songs um, it has got jailbreak uh, Black Rose the boys back in town cowboy song incredible song uh, You know Parisian walkways. Wow. Yeah, there's loads on here. It's a brilliant concert Um I'm just so glad he lent me that because it's amazing. Uh, this whole episode is just a love letter to classic rock. And, you know, obviously, classic rock's one of my favorite genres. You know, for me, it's country and classic rock are the two big genres in my life, you know, of, of all of them. I mean, I love nearly every genre, don't I? As you probably know from the podcast. So, um, but yeah, no, I'm going to let the interview, uh, interview, the conversation. Go ahead now. Um, I'm not going to do music news this week, so I'm sorry to disappoint you. But what you will get is next week, you'll get a big bumper, massive music news. Um, So we'll cover the two weeks worth of news next week. Um, And next week's episode has already been planned. We just need to record it. Um, And I'm looking forward to that one as well. But this episode is special. This is a really special episode. Um, So I hope you enjoy it, guys. And yeah, here's my conversation with Roger. Uh, welcome to the uh, uh, the conversation part of today's episode um, I'm here with someone who I've wanted to have on the podcast for a while um, I've been saying all the time that I want to get more people on the podcast Who are around during specific time in music And when, you know, scenes are really popular uh, I've had my granddad on as one of those But I've only managed to do one so far I've had more musicians on than I have uh, people like my guests today So um, I would really so happy to welcome roger to today's podcast Do you thank to you hi? daniel no problem no worries so um roger you what would you say is your era in terms of music
1: well i, st- I st- started getting interested in music in the 60s and they say that if you can remember the 60s you weren't there but i definitely was there and i, I think I, I was thinking about this the other day and i think the first band i actually saw actually paid money to see, was the Spencer Davis Group. Oh, really? At the Starlight Club <laughs> in London. Yeah. Um, which has now been demolished. So that's my era, 60s, going into the 70s. And then when we got to the 80s, it was Dire Straits and Springsteen. Mm. Um, but I've always had one foot in the blues as well.
0: Yeah, so he's definitely a rock, blues, or what we say, classic rock type yeah, stuff, yeah, isn't Yeah, it?
1: A- ACDC, The Stones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty
0: things bring it on yeah 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 no um yeah just before the podcast roger's uh literally handed me a shoebox of of um of concert ticket stubs that uh of of loads of gigs that he's been to over time so we're going to go through some of them um today uh but um (laughs) when you going to just this when you were starting to get into music um like obviously say it was in the 60s what did you first play music on how did you play it because a lot of people who listen are oh layers, Well,
1: so. yeah, it was my, my parents' gramophone. Oh yeah. Which had four <laughs> speeds on it. Oh wow. And they so they could play their old seventy-eights. So seventy-eight, thirty-three, forty-five and sixteen. <laughs> what? It, it was sixteen. They, they used to make discs uh for which was speech. So if you wanted to learn a language, you'd buy a you'd buy a, a language you'd buy a language course which yeah. came with a with a, with a, with a disc and uh and a vinyl disc. Yeah. and it would go at 16 revs per minute and and that that was perfect
0: oh wow yeah. god i've
1: never heard of that that's amazing yeah yeah, yeah. most turns turntables were four speed
0: wow i've yeah. never heard of that before wow so with your parents what did they think of you being into you know rock because it wasn't rock and roll it was, it was rock music by that point so
1: well they were honestly a bit old-fashioned although they weren't particularly old um <laughs> they, they had me when they were 20 and 21 but Uh, It was the usual things that parents said at that stage. While you listen to this rubbish, you can't (laughs) hear the words. (laughs) They were into Frank Sinatra and Tony Bennett and Nat King Cole. Which I appreciate. Which, a bit now. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. But, but but even my old mum, when she got a bit older, quite liked the Rolling Stones. <laughs> and she loved she loved the satisfaction. She thought that yeah. was a great song.
0: Which is one of the songs which has some of the harsher sounds, to be honest. At the time, I, it was. But my, so my father was
1: never a convert. Convert. No. He was, <laughs> no not at
0: all. Oh bless him. Um, yeah. So I, I think we can get into some of the gigs he been to. Some of these tickets go back to the '70s, and we got all the way up to now. Yeah. Um, The first one I actually wanted to touch on was actually this one here because it it comes with a a, a gift in it, let's say. Yeah. Um, So do you want to tell people about that one?
1: Yeah, I will. Um, That's the Buddy Guy concert, and I've seen Buddy Guy about eight times. Um, This was uh, at the Apollo uh, in, what was, five years ago. Now, the thing with Buddy Guy is he's an amazing player. He's an amazing player, and he does... Just as an hour and a half set. But halfway through, they're they're usually doing something like, damn right, I've got the blues. And then Buddy will disappear from the stage.
0: Mm.
1: And then about a minute later, the spotlight will go on and he will emerge from the back of the theatre with his guitar and a a radio mic, Mm. surrounded by bodyguards. (laughs) And as he walks along, the bodyguards will hand out plectrums. Oh, nice. Um, and he takes about 10 minutes to do that and then eventually gets back on the stage. Well, on this particular night, I got this one plectrum off him when he was doing his walkabout. And then when he got back on the stage, he started giving out more plectrums. So I walked <laughs> up and got another one so my friend could have one. So, But but Buddy, buddy Guy, he is he's, he's amazing. Amazing player, mm. raconteur, uh, Blows your way, just mm, yeah. blows
0: your way. Yeah, he's 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 one of those when you think of the bluesmen of his time, you do think of Muddy Waters, John mm. Lee Hooker, yeah, um, Buddy Guy, Buddy Rich, yeah. as well, yeah, um, like you, he is one of the top five,
1: six, or whoever from that time period, yeah. which is yeah, it's, yeah it's, great influence on Eric Clapton as well, but he, Buddy Guy, yeah, and, and I believe a personal friend is mm. Eric. Yeah.
0: Isn't it, is it a Buddy Guy solo
1: that's in that's the solo The Strange Brew? That yes. He stole. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> in fact, Buddy Guy, he actually plays Strange Brew, uh, and actually, and, and, and in, a, in a very friendly way, tells everybody that Eric stole that from him.
0: <laughs> it's a great song. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it's incredible. It's um, I've got, I've got. Uh, let's have a look. at what else we got here? Um, yeah, this was one I liked as well. Um, so this one is. I don't really know what the gig's about, but the lineup is. Incredible. Um, do, you, do you want to let, let people know
1: what that's about? Oh, yes. This this is this was um, back in the 90s. And, uh, yeah, 1996. Mm. In the park, at Hyde Park. Um, uh, Lannis Morissette. And then we had Bob Dylan. And uh, as, it, as his backing band, he had Ronnie Wood mm. and Eric Clapton, amongst others. Then The Who came on. I did mm-hmm. the whole of Quadrophenia. Wow. Um, and I even brought the, the chap out that played uh, the, the, the main character in the yeah. film. That uh, was uh, Phil Daniels, yeah? That's the fella. Yeah. And he was in what well, I was t- discussing earlier about the Philomonic version. Oh, they, yeah. they brought him out as well. Oh. So Phil Daniels has done well out of Quadrophenia. <laughs> yeah. and, and then, uh, finally, we had two hours of Eric Clapton. Oh, he wow. Started, he started with a acoustic version of Layla
0: oh i love that version yeah and and yeah. then,
1: and then the, the the very final thing the the, the 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 encore was they did the song uh holy mother uh and they bought out about a 50 piece choir what yeah to, to finish it up and it was the sun was just <laughs> going down and that was a great that was a great night that was a that was a brilliant night so
0: okay so i'll i need to get my head around that so Bob Dylan's on a stage. Yeah. He's got a band, a makeshift band made up with Eric Clapton and an Alice Morris set of all people in it. Yeah. Um, And Ronnie Wood. And Ronnie Wood. Yeah. So they then do a set. Yeah. And then suddenly they go, all right. Who here's the who and yeah. the who come on? Play yeah. Quadrifoglio in full yeah. Yeah. with Phil Daniels. Yeah. And then you get two hours of an Eric Clapton set. That's it. That's oh, it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. how much did that cost you? Eight pound. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's right. Yeah. And it's for charity as well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, adjusted for inflation. Yeah. I, I guess with eight pound there, you're looking at probably what would you be looking at now, Adjusted Because that would still be cheap by now standards. Wouldn't likely. be twenty
1: quid, would it? TV, yeah, maybe twenty, twenty quid, twenty five yeah. quid,
0: and that concert there would probably cost you about three hundred.
1: Yeah, if you re- were to do it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. but that's uh, remarkable. Yeah, yeah, I'd forgotten <laughs> about that. but uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs>
0: no, um, I got. I'm just gonna have a look through these ones I have got here. Uh, ah, yeah, this one's another good one as well. Um, so, the it's, it's Clapton, someone who. Clapton played guitar. Well, it was John Mayall's Blues Bluesbreakers featuring yeah. Eric Clapton, wasn't it? Pretty that's much. Right. That's right. Um, yeah. yeah. So this is a signed ticket. Do yeah. You yeah. Yeah. Set yeah. Who yeah. that signed by? Yeah.
1: Now this this is a this is a very strange venue for rock music. It's the Cadogan Hall, which is which is uh, in Knightsbridge, mm. or it's, it's adjacent to Sloane Square Station, mm. so London. Um, and I think this was the, this was the second time I saw him at this venue. Hmm. And everybody that plays there, I'm told, complains about the acoustics because it was originally a church, oh. so the ceilings are high. Um, it doesn't lend itself to, to you know, to, to the to the acoustics. Yeah. But it was okay. Uh, and John Mail came on and did the usual stuff and um, did, did uh, s- some new stuff. Uh, and then afterwards, he, he was signing copies of his latest album. You know his, his latest CD, mm. and I've, I think there's been about thirty of them, isn't there? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, and he was there with the band, and they were signing them. Mm. And I, I, I said, to, and "This was his 80th, I said, "I said, John, are you coming back for your 90th? And he said, "I hope so," but unfortunately, he's now retired. So, as I always say to to, to my friends, you need to see these people now, yeah, while you've got the opportunity, because might, yeah. He, so that, so that, that was that one, and and, and for thirty five quid, it was, it was, it was, it was well worth it. Well, yeah,
0: thirty five in not that long ago, so yeah. that's not that expensive no, even. No, like, that's really good value and, and, for. And, and
1: it's a nice, it's a nice venue. It it probably only, only holds about four or five hundred. Yeah. So you you got you got it's good view anyway. Mm, yeah, there's yeah. no
0: way you get a bad experience. No. With that. no. Um, what else have we got here? God, there's so many. There's so they're so good. <laughs> yeah. um, Oh, I, yeah. This one actually. No, this one here. Again, talking to Clapton. I want on this one. This is one of, obviously, a lot of, you know, being a twenty-five-year-old, I haven't been able to go to so many yeah. gigs, and I wasn't around. So, yeah. uh, of all the concert performances I've watched, this is one of my favourite concert performances I've ever watched. Uh, and I think this is, this is Cream's reunion tour. Oh yes. It?
1: Oh yes, there's a story about this. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, there always is. The, the tickets were sold out immediately. Mm. This not and they did four nights at the at the Albert Hall. Mm. Uh, Ginger yeah. Baker, Jack Bruce, and Eric Clapton um, in two thousand and five. And I think this Tuesday was the second or the third night. Yeah. Now this ticket has a face value of seventy five pounds. Tickets were trading at over a thousand pounds. What on eBay? I ended up paying £186 for mm. a ticket. Wow. Right. And uh, the lady was selling them on eBay, and I met her outside the Albert Hall about an hour before the concert started. I handed over a water cash, and she handed the tickets. <laughs> and I had friends that were there, that were sitting mm. in front of me, that had paid nearly £1,000 What for this. But it was good. It wasn't quite as raw um, uh, and as upfront as when I saw Cream in the sixties. I was going to say you went to that first gig, didn't you? Yeah, I, yeah. One of the first gigs at the Starlight in in, in London, wow. um, and I went to other gigs at the same venue at the Starlight. Uh, but this was slightly more refined, not as loud. Mm. I've got the I've got the DVD of the concert. Mm. And 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 I I can see people around that were there. It was obviously filmed on different nights and then obviously edited together, mm. but but definitely some of the some of the the songs that they played, I was there when they did it. But it was again because there's only Eric left now. You've mm-hmm. got to see these mm-hmm. people while you can. But it was a brilliant night, and I don't think I would have paid a thousand pounds, but probably. I may have done. That. Yeah. <laughs> so I I, I, I did. I did well for 186 yeah, did pounds. did very for, well for a 75 pound ticket. Very well. Yeah, and they were aisle seats as well, and they weren't that far from the stage. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Always a bonus. Yeah. No, I mean, yes. Yeah,
0: it's just it's one of my favorite. Um, it's one of my favorite concert, uh, videos I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's incredible, and like, yeah, it's it's. I think it's just the fact that. With with bands like that, you know, when the police came back, yeah. we kind of it wasn't that long ago mm. since they worked together. With them, you have got very young men, yeah, and they come back what forty years later. Yeah, it would yeah. have been probably around that. Yeah, that's right. and it's like that's such a long. time It's nice to see how they've changed, but are similar as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at the same time, this one I want to go into actually because this this wasn't the tour I saw him on, but this is someone I have seen. This is Bruce Springsteen's The Rising Tour? Yeah, that's um, right. That's right. Obviously that's quite a quite a um what's the word? Uh uh 'cause see obviously a lot of what he was doing was quite political and about obviously 9-11 and things like it that. It's quite
1: a prominent yeah. one in his career. Yeah, it? it's the one and only time I've been to a concert at Crystal Palace National Stadium in London. Um mm-hmm. and uh went with my friend that I who I normally go to concerts with. Um it was very crowded. It was very busy. They were selling beer, which was which was which was a bonus. <laughs> and he came on stage and he had Clarence Clemens with oh know, yeah. and and uh, Steve Van Zandt, um, and started off with an acoustic version of "Born in the USA." Oh wow, uh, that's and that's.
0: Uh, do, do you know the story of that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah that was originally how it was going to be, and then yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then he changed yeah. it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he finished off with something from the River album, um, Ramrod. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, that was a good night. It was a good night. The only problem was getting out of the stadium because <laughs> the police have to sh- chaperone you back to Crystal Palace Station, yeah. So, it was uh, it, that, that was a bit uncomfortable, but we made it, <laughs> yeah. But that, that was, <laughs> good. I, I, yeah. I've only seen Springsteen twice, so that was the second time. Oh, really? What was the first time? Uh, when he toured with The Ball in the USA tour in nineteen eighty five. Oh, it was at the Wembley one. Yeah, that's see, so that's that's a really yeah. iconic gig as well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, that, there's the... there a lot happening music wise there because I went. I went to see Springsteen. I think it was on the Tuesday or the Wednesday night. Um, I went to see Dire Straits on the Friday oh in the arena. Way. Wow. And then on the Saturday, which was July the thirteenth, nineteen eighty five, yeah. was Live Aid. Oh, well, I didn't get to see to, to to go to that, but obviously saw it on television. So, so there was an awful awful lot happening music wise then. It's it's funny. I mean, has my dad ever told you the story about? Because you know you know my dad yeah,
0: has yeah. he ever told you the story about um about live aid? No, him? no. So in his job, he was offered to go and essentially just work on the job basically on the day just yeah. to check some things out safety yeah. wise or something along mm. those lines. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was basically backstage access, meet all the stars, do yeah, everything, yeah. go yeah. go. Just do a bit of dots about work, you yeah. know, a bit of dots about work, and then meet them all. <laughs> anyway, he turned it down because he was going to a house party with a girl. Well, there was a girl. It was a girl's party. He fancied her. <laughs> um, nothing happened. No, <laughs> so right. he turned down Live Aid. That was the, oh, that's please. what happened. I know. Yeah, I know. Please. I know. Um, but no, I saw Springsteen in in, in two thousand eight. Uh, we saw him at the Emirates Stadium, oh, right. and obviously that was not that may well have been the last tour with Clarence, Yeah. because he would have passed two or three years after. Mm. It wouldn't have been longer. Because mm. oh wait, he probably passed about twenty I think he passed in twenty twelve, so it's yeah. four years. So maybe not. He might, the have, king, got, the might keyboard have got a did one
1: number.
0: Yeah. Did he die just before? Round
1: right about the same He time. might
0: he might have died before Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. Clarence Cleves was an amazing player. Yeah, he was. An amazing presence. Big man. Best
0: saxophone player I I know. Yeah, um, yeah. like I mean the solo in Jungle Land. Yeah, and then there, you know, there's a lot of people rave about the solo and dancing in the dark as well at the end, which is a yeah. is a perfect solo for the song. I don't know, yeah. if it's one of yeah. the best ever, but it's it's a brilliant solo. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think we can delve into these now actually, because these are some of the older older well, tickets. Just a bit. <laughs> there's one in here that's I, I want to go to, but we'll we'll get to that when we get there. Um, let's see what we've got. So, uh, is yeah, let's do this one. So. <laughs> This until I looked at these, I didn't know this
1: existed. So this is Pe- uh, is it Peter Green's Flint Group? Yeah, uh, Peter Green made a bit of a comeback in mm. the uh, in the nineties. Yeah, and he formed a band with um, Cozy Powell, drummer. Yeah. Of uh, late of uh, White Snake, I think he also borrowed the bass guitarist. But the, one of the the best, probably the the, the main musician on that on oh, the splinter group band was a fellow called roger, Co- roger cotton mm. roger cotton is also a record producer mm. and 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 a good keyboard player and every time i saw the splinter group roger cotton was with him yeah but the story is there was another guitarist there playing a, a bit of a second lead and a bit of rhythm a fellow called nigel watson yeah now nigel watson by trade like myself was a builder mm. Happened to end up working on Peter Green's house. Yeah. And obviously they discussed guitaring. Eventually they would spend the afternoon <laughs> in Peter Green's house playing guitar <laughs> and they hit on the idea of forming this, this band. Yeah. Uh, and it eventually, it, and I saw Peter Green with the Spinter Group four or five times. Um, uh, but eventually it ended in tears because there was a, a legal falling out, I believe. Oh. Between uh, Peter Green and Nigel Watson,
0: oh yeah, uh,
1: which never resolved itself. And as we know, in the last eighteen months or so, Peter Green's died. Oh, but if you look on the back,
0: oh, I hadn't even seen that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I went to the, I went to the, I went to the dressing room afterwards. Yeah, and he signed his name, his 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 legitimate name because he's Jewish. Yeah, and and if you read it, it's Peter Greenbaum yeah which is which is his, his uh his his birth name
0: oh my god i didn't even know he had a different name and I wow shook,
1: and i shook his hand oh my and, god uh, yeah my, oh god. my mate had a chat to him and they were talking about Jimi hendrix that's and incredible.
0: things like that that's incredible yeah i didn't even know that was i so, think i picked this up earlier you you, you knew yeah. that was there didn't you <laughs> to surprise <Yeah>. me yeah. <laughs> 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 that's incredible yeah. oh my god that's so cool i didn't wow yeah
1: oh
0: Let's have look, see what else is in here. So there's loads here. Oh, this just loads. Um like uh this is someone you spoke to me about 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 seeing before, and I'd be interested to know a bit more actually. Um this is uh nineteen ninety nine, Shepherd's from his Empire, um that's Gary Moore. Oh
1: now, now Gary I, Moore, I love Gary Moore, so Gary Gary Moore, a supreme artist. Mm. Um if I never did anything else again, it would be just to play like him for a day. <laughs> because the, the man was a genius mm. very tetchy to speak to I I did speak to him once at Dingwall's when he was mm. watching Peter Green on a different occasion yeah. um, but um, an absolutely superb musician and a sad loss because mm. uh, he would have gone on to better things uh, or, or even, even better things mm. but but the, the, the guy would blow the stage blow the stage away and he'd just mm. blow it away um, would always finish with uh, Parisian Walkways. Yeah. And the highlight is, as you know, when he holds that note. Mm, yeah, yeah. But he used to wind the audience up <laughs> and he'd, he'd hold the note for about 30 seconds and he'd look at everybody to say, oh, no, that's not good enough. And he'd hold it for about two minutes. What? Yeah, with the vibrato. And, and, and I looked down at his. Um, it is uh, his set of pedals, mm. and it was just a sustained pedal there, oh. which was obviously helping.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but
1: but even so, it it just blew you away. Yeah. I don't know if you watched the 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 DVD of um, One Night in Dublin. I haven't. It's known. a tribute to Phil Lynott. I think it was oh. I think it was made in two thousand and five.
0: Yeah, because he, he was in he was
1: one of the dual guitarists in Thin Lizzy, wasn't he? It, it was yeah. indeed. Yeah, yeah. But I, I've got it. I can lend it to. You. Um, if you got, if you got Blu-ray, got yeah, play, yeah, got yeah, Blu-ray. yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, Gary Moore plays for a game as a, as a, as a, as a final. He plays Brising Walkways, mm. and he does the thing with holding that note, mm. and, and it, and it's just brilliant. Yeah, it's, the whole, the whole, the whole gig is brilliant. But uh, no, Gary, Gary Moore, yeah, yeah. Give
0: me more, Gary Moore. <laughs> I know, yeah. He's 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 incredible. Like, yeah. um, I mean, still got the blues his whole album. Yeah, I've got It's just yeah, yeah, oh yeah, god, yeah. that is it's a beautiful record. But then, like, he he's also just got like his his early eighties career was these incredibly like hard rock mm. albums. Not, yeah, not the blues album so much, yeah, you know. And it's yeah. it's just yeah, yeah, he's
1: he's. Yeah, I just think at some point player. he got he got the blues bug. Yeah, he did. Yeah, definitely
0: in in, in and, the mid mid eighties. You know the it?
1: story of the Les Paul, don't you? um maybe not <laughs> right the le- getting back to peter green he bought peter green's les paul mm. the 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 one that's wired back to front it's out, oh, quite yeah. out of phase yeah 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 and and still played it up until the end oh and, wow yeah yeah he had peter green's les wow. paul yeah Blimey.
0: Was mm. that the Les Paul? Would he played that on uh, the early Fleetwood Mac records? Yeah, and
1: he yeah. Would, and also he would have played that uh, in his days with because uh, Peter Green again started with John Mayall.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, and, and, and there's a song on one of the albums. I think it's hard a hard road mm-hmm. called Supernatural. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard that song on instrumental. Um, I, I can't again, again, that a lot of moments, su- a lot of su- a lot of sustain. <laughs> yeah. But I think the only way that, that that he's able to 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 get that sustain. Is, is because the, the the pickups are out of phase. Oh, wow. So send it off for repair. Yeah. And whoever wired it, wired it up wrong. Oh, we, we could talk about guitar stuff for hours, being you. Yeah, we yeah. Like well, yeah. well, know, aren't we? I know, I know, you yeah.
0: You were in bands in the 60s, weren't you? Like, well, I will. It's high school bands.
1: Working my son for that.
0: Good little high school bands, I think. Yeah, go, it was yeah. something like that. It yeah.
1: was something like that, yeah. Or well, technical, technical college band. It was, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So... um. I have got um one here. This isn't the main one, but this is, this is an artist you've seen multiple times. Right. Um. This is for uh an album I I actually really like uh, Bridges uh Bridges the right. <coughs> uh. This is uh Rolling Stones. I assume in that would be nineties. That one, wouldn't it? That's right. That's yeah. right.
1: Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. Again. Wembley Wembley Stadium. I've been to a few this is the old Wembley yeah. Stadium. Um and it's the usual stone stuff, you know, everybody's having a good time. Yeah. Um you know, it's, it's just it's just it's just incredible and they come out on a rostrum and they mm. did some some early hits from the first album. Yeah. Like Route sixty six, stuff like wow. that. Stuff like that. Nice. But uh, yeah, that 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 was that was another another brilliant night. Well, that's,
0: I will say, those first two Stones albums, because they are essentially just covers albums, basically, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, but yeah, we're, we're, There's yeah. a couple of originals, but yeah. But it's like when you put them on, even now, and I think this is something that we often say about the Beatles, where when you put a Beatles record on, no matter which one, it still sounds fresh to this mm. day. Mm. It doesn't sound dated like a lot of, like, yeah. So, yeah. even yeah. like Peter and Gordon, who sang a lot of Lennon McCartney songs, they yeah. sound dated to the time, let's say, as, yeah. a, as a pop yeah. record, but... Yeah. 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 But the Beatles don't. It sounds fresh. Those first two Stones records, still, whenever you put them yeah, on, I've got, I've got, them on, I've got them on the sleeping now. The I, CD. I mean, I put them on. I got them both vinyl, and I put them on, and it's like it is almost like you're hit the same every time. Like mm. the person who would have when they first listened to it back in yeah. what '64 would have yeah, been. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I did it all on vinyl. Then. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's like it's something from another world, and it still feels that way. It's yeah. So fresh. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> The other Stones one, I don't know. Do, do, do you remember this one? This is in Ells Court Arena. It says this that's is uh, the, the seventy
1: six. That's the first time I saw the Stones. Oh wow! Um, yeah, this is the hot summer of nineteen seventy six. <laughs> Record breaking te- temperatures. <laughs>
0: yeah. um,
1: I was I was out with my mate and his wife, who is now now divorced. From, mm. His wife was spending the evening with Teresa, my first wife. And he said to me, oh, I'm going to see the Stones tomorrow night. So what are you going with? He said, going with the wife. I said, no, you're not. You're going with me. <laughs> <laughs> so. He's his poor wife. <laughs> so, so when we got back, I said to his wife, I said, do you really want to go and see the Stones tomorrow night? And she sort of and all. And she said, oh, you will appreciate it more than me. I yeah, said, definitely. So we went. We went. Yeah. And that's. When Honky Top Women had been out honky women had been out for a while, you know, So yeah, that's but like they started years, it? off with it. Oh. And, and what happened was as as you went in, as you went in, there was like a carnival atmosphere. <clears throat> there was a there was a there was a band of about 10-12 people with guitars and drums, yeah. just walking around on the ground floor, just making a lot of noise, just sort of generating a lot of atmosphere. Yeah. Then then the lights dimmed. And as you looked at the stage, there was like a, a closed-up flower. Mm. And then suddenly you got the opening bars of, of honky-tonk woman. <laughs> do, 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 I'm guessing do, what's going to happen there, <laughs> And it opens up yeah. in four sections. <laughs> and I don't know how he managed it, but it must have put him up on a ladder. <laughs> on the front <laughs> section, right at the top, yeah. was Mick, hanging on was Mick Jagger. <laughs> and, then, and then it came down... <laughs> Level, and then Mick Jagger stepped off, and then the rest of the band were behind. <laughs> oh, that, that's like Spinal Tap stuff, isn't yeah, it? Really? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's... But, but it, that was another brilliant geek. Yeah, it was another. I geek. mean,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, I mean, these. This is rock and roll memorabilia, especially this seventies one. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's incredible just to touch them. And, and the reason why I said that now is because there's another one in here that I have just spotted, right. which I didn't know was in here um, when we first looked earlier. Um, and this is um you spoke about this one earlier. This is Springsteen and the E Street Band, uh nineteen eighty five at Wembley and that's the one that's the one. Yeah, yeah
1: that's the one.
0: What's yeah. incredible about this ticket as well is that the, the, the Bruce Springsteen logo hasn't changed. Oh, <laughs> they are still using right? the same logo. Yeah. And yeah. same writing, same font yeah, for the writing. Yeah, yeah. Um but I've got the programme from that show. Um, that a dear friend of mine, Mark, oh, who's I'm passed right. away now, okay. um, he gave me that and the T-shirt from the show as well. Okay. T-shirt's too small for me, but I keep it as a rock and roll memory.
1: And that is just um, I how cheap it was. How much was it? <laughs> Fourteen pounds. Quid. Wow. Yeah. And it started sharp at six, mm. but Springsteen of had course. a reputation <laughs> for going on and on and yeah. on and on. But I, th- I, th- I think it was promoted by Harvey Goldsmith. Mm. Yes, it was. Who promoted everything in those days? And I think he was told that the the Wembley license finished at ten, and he did finish at ten. So he did four hours. Wow! Had a, bre- a break for about twenty minutes, <laughs> um, but it, again, it was it was a mm. good, it was a good gig. I can imagine. I mean, I mean, that's, started with born in the USA. They're that's that's that. considered. A,
0: there's there's not many classic Springsteen gigs out there, but there, there, there's a few. You've got yeah. you've got the. Um, Live at the Hammersmith Odion yeah. in 75. Then you got the No Nukes concert, which they've just managed to find for well find the recordings of and release. And then there's that one.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's pretty much it for yeah, <laughs> the yeah. for classic, yeah. uh, you know. I mean you could say Spring the new Springston on Broadway is probably yeah. I mean that because that went yeah. down such a storm, but you could say that was one as well. Cool. Yeah. But and obviously he's doing a second Broadway show now. Yes. He's sure. doing another one, yes, which sure. I, I, wish, I wish I could afford to go. <laughs> but you know, apparently I'm not allowed because uh, <laughs> I don't earn enough. Um, another band I absolutely love uh, that you said you saw. Uh, this is the same week. Um, I think it is July. Yeah, literally two days later. So that was that was the Wednesday, uh, Springsteen, right. and this is the Friday. That's Dice nice Race, Race, Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, that was the Brothers in Arms tour. Yeah, uh, and it was, it was just well by that time I did have the album yeah the brothers brothers in arms so i knew what was coming up um and i did a phenomenal version of money for nothing it was mm. just it just blew away and this is when com- compact discs first came out yes and, and as you see com- it was promoted by Philips compact disc and mm. outside in the car park was a massive big truck <laughs> where Philips were actually promoting their machines oh wow and, and at the time they were 300 pounds a pop Mm. So I didn't get one for Which, a couple of years. W-
0: that so. would be worth now we're talking thousands and something. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: In with inflation. But that but that was uh that that was a that was a really, really great gig. Really great gig. Um I think about that album as
0: well with 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 the uh brothers in arms album it's considered whatever format is considered to be the best sounding mm. record or, yeah. or in any way whether it's on vinyl cassette or c d or however it yeah. isn't because that's how people test their systems a lot of time is using brothers in arms oh right, <laughs> so, yeah I, oh, yeah, right. people put that one on um so okay. apparently it's just it's just one of the best um have you got um just before we go into any more um like, what's the most iconic concert you've been to? I'm sure you've been to. Yeah. Like, the most iconic, like... Obviously, like we know the Springsteen one's iconic, but is there any other iconic ones?
1: <laughs> There's several which have sort of left me thinking, wow. Well, I get, getting back to Dire Straits, I saw mm. Mark Loffler with John Isley mm. at Shepherd's Bush Empire about 15, 20 years ago. And um, I, I walked across... To the to the bar, I was on the ground floor, I mm. the bar, and he started playing Brothers in Arms, mm-hmm. which you know was quite quiet, isn't it, to begin yeah. with? And everybody sort of cottoned onto it it was Brothers in Arms. Mm. And you could hear a pin drop. Yeah. Because it's such a I think that is an iconic song. and, it is. and, and nobody moved. Nobody mm. moved. And and it was and the applause he got afterwards was something. But also the next the next couple of songs after after he did Brothers in Arms, mm. he brought uh, Jimmy Nail on. Oh, and Jimmy Nail <laughs> uh, was in Alvin uh, pet. yeah, and, and then it was a second series of that. Oh yeah, and and and, and uh, Martin Loffler com- composed the theme music. <laughs> he did one so eye
0: man, isn't that's it? it. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's it. And Jimmy Nail sung on that yeah some like that yeah <laughs> and and did the whistling did the whi- it was yeah whistling there. yeah so that, that that was probably get close close to it that, I yeah think that was that was close to it yeah yeah
0: so do you think that's like your best concert experience you've had yeah well
1: yeah one, one of them one of right. them and then i'll think another day well that was better or that was worse or that was yeah. better yeah uh, uh, there's been there's been so many
0: yeah, it's, it's very hard for me to get past Springsteen and the Who, personally, because yeah. I've seen both of them. Yeah. And they're probably my
1: two biggest. But, like. Well, I saw Who at yeah. the Starlight in 1965. Oh. What was that like? <laughs> it was loud, <laughs> um, Smash the guitar up. Yeah, just broke my heart because it was a <laughs> a, a rickenbacker. <laughs> I always wanted a yeah, rickenbacker. Everyone, yeah, smash the arms up, <laughs> the, the amps up. Keith Boom smashed the drum kit up. Were <laughs> <laughs> making any money? I don't know. Oh, yeah,
0: I don't know. They must have been. I mean, they must have yeah. been making losses. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, like. I'm trying to think if I've ever been to one. I mean, some gigs have just blown me away. Like, we talked about Joanne Shaw Taylor beforehand. And yeah. She blew me away when I first saw yeah. her. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's there's lots. of I, I could probably go into it, but um I'd have to write up a list. Um So, yeah. Um So, um let's... Before we go back to some... We can we can talk about some other things before we go back to any other tickets. Um So, obviously, you're a guitarist yourself. So, let's think... Should we do a top five guitarist each? Because we're both big. Oh, we're, yeah. we're, we're the kind of people who are big, new, like music nerds. You can just come up with that, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. on the
1: spot. So, yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> it's, it's. I mean, it has to be Clapton, Jeff Beck, Jimmy Page, Carlos Santana, mm. Gary Moore, who's no longer with us. But then there's, but then there's, there's others I've seen. Yeah, you know, you know it, uh, that, that that are up there. Joe Bonamassa, yeah, quite good. Um... B.B. Yeah, King when he was around. Yeah, uh, I liked. I never saw him, but I I I liked. Uh, I liked Freddie King.
0: Mm.
1: I liked Albert King. uh God, well, there, there there was. There, there's just so many. Yeah, there's just so many. Rory
0: Gallagher.
1: Yeah, I I I loved Rory Gallagher. Mm. Um, again, he lost. We lost him in '94, '95. Yeah. Um, brilliant guitarist. I often watch him on YouTube. Yeah, just, just his so good. unique stuff. Stevie Ray Vaughan.
0: Yeah, I was just thinking. Him. Stevie Ray
1: yeah. Vaughan. Yeah, and I, I, mean... I, and I saw his brother Jimmy yeah. two years ago mm. uh, or three years ago at, at Dingwalls again. Really? Yeah, and he was good. And he played some of his brother's stuff. He, he does Tex, Texas Flood. Yeah, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, did you see, have you ever seen the clip of him do the guitar change when the, when the str- yes. when the string breaks? yeah it's yeah,
1: yeah. flawless. He just yeah, swaps yeah.
0: guitar over. Yeah, like he's not even. If you were listening to it, you wouldn't yeah. even know. I know,
1: no. Like, phenomenal guitar. Incredible. Yeah, I mean, I mean that, that that's that's it off off the top of my head, and then you know I might think of someone else, but yeah, but but those those are the main ones for me. Sort of
0: Rory Gallagher. Have you heard his Dobra album? No, that he did. So no. yeah, it, I think came out posthumously. And it's just him on a dobro yeah and you like it, it, it I listen to it and I just think God, it's incredible like it's it's like because you know Mark Knopfler's is a great dobro player as well yeah it's um like, it's yeah. it's this dobro album honestly if you get a chance it's got a pink cover I can't remember the name of it it's got a pink cover with like a weird sort of mask on mm-hmm. the front like metal mm-hmm. mask yeah. and it's just this it's just a set of gorgeous songs that are just yeah it's just Rory like it's just Rory because mm. it's him at his raw because he's not got the he's yeah. not it this way he's not Going all over the fretboard and everything—it's yeah. just him and the songs. Yeah, it's beautiful, so uh And of course,
1: Hendrix. Listen, I mean, how, yeah. how could you forget Hendrix. Hendrix? Yeah.
0: Well, that's the thing. Like yeah. for me, like I look at with you, I, I share Clapton in my top. I put Brian May in because I love the t- I love his tone. I yeah, think his yeah. tone. I think the Red yeah. Special and the tone and yeah. like. He he knows how to serve it like how to service a song. Yeah, a lot of my guitarists in my top five know how to service songs. They're not necessarily ones who will go all over the fretboard for ten minutes, let's say. You know, because um, I put people like John Mayer in there as mm. well. Yeah, because his feel is so mm. gorgeous. And then, like the one who would go over the fretboard actually in my lot is Brad Paisley, the country guitarist, yeah, because right. he's yeah. just so. Um, I mean, he's he's one of the is to me he's the best chicken picker out there. Yeah. And people will try and tell you some of the classic ones from the seventies, and go, like, no, no, no,
1: because <laughs> uh, you you you've got Mick Ta- Mick Taylor mm. that said when he joined the Stones they were they were really sloppy, and he basically mm. knocked him into shape yeah. musically.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Mick Taylor came from a much more um, what's it regimented background musically. Yeah, I guess right. yeah. like he, 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 yeah. He, yeah. I mean, but then like. But then, you know, Ronnie Wood was seasoned as well. But Ronnie yeah. Wood came after, didn't he? Oh, no, they were about the same time, weren't they?
1: Well, uh, Ronnie Wood replaced, replaced Mick, Mick Taylor. Taylor. Mick yeah. Taylor, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. he was only in for
0: a couple of years, wasn't he? Mick Taylor. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's the, 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 the look of the faces, like the guitar work and that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> yeah. Christ, incredible, like, wow. Um, yeah, we can get some more concert tickets. I've um, oh got... There's a couple of that i want going to go into still as well. Um, this one interests me because I wouldn't necessarily have put it with you so much. This is Ultravox.
1: I took the wife. <laughs> <laughs> I took the wife before we were engaged. Before we engaged. And I knew she liked Ultravox. And I didn't mind because they did that Vienna thing. Mm. And uh, this is uh, the year after uh, Live Aid. And mm. I had a lot of respect for Masurek because he, because mm. he put himself out. Yeah. To, to, and he was a major part of getting that um, that particular yeah. organization, the Live Aid on the road. He was like the, along with, with Geldof, uh, and it was it was okay. And they 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 did Vienna and everybody yeah. clapped in time. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so that's i had been going out with Gaynor for about a month. Yeah. <laughs> and we got engaged. Oh, wow. Three months later. Wow. Two, two months later.
0: Wow! But, after three uh, months.
1: Yeah, and then uh, wow. we got married the following the following June. So <laughs> That's incredible. Will we romance? Yeah. <laughs> and what year is that concert? Eighty six. Eighty six. Wow.
0: Yeah, yeah. Wow. So it, it, it took it took took eleven years to have to have Lawrence, my mate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And eight, and eight years for Daniel. Eight years for Daniel. Yeah, yeah Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I I to be honest, it's like I quite like my sword, of, my my synth wave and my uh. Things like that, as in the newer synth wave style stuff, yeah, and um, yeah. I quite like all of that stuff, and they're sort of like the bedrock of it. Yeah. Um, what else have we got here? So, we've got loads of things like Clapton because you, you've seen him so many yeah, times that's as right. well. Usually like, all, all, yeah, usually up at all. Simply Red, is that the wife as well?
1: Yes. Yeah, that's front row seats. Front row. Front, front row, we, we, we were married by then.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yes, yeah, it's 88. Yeah. Front row seats, and that's a Wembley. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nine quid. Yeah,
1: wow. and and as and as we went yeah, through the, one. went through the turnstile, the bloke said to me, "Oh, front row, you must be in the business." <laughs> 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 oh, oh
0: my god! So wait, this is Clapton and his band plus support, nineteen eighty five. Who was his band at the time? Was there anyone anyone
1: specific? It's a Swindy again, isn't it? Yeah, it is Wembley. Well, again. The, the support the support was Chris Rear Really? Yeah, yeah. I, who I've seen on his own a number of times. Yeah. yeah. What's like,
0: okay, what's the most famous support act you've seen?
1: Well, <laughs> who uh, went
0: on to be the biggest from the support bands? Oh dear,
1: oh dear. <laughs> that's difficult. i have to think about that one. I'll have to think about it. Yeah.
0: Because I, I've only ever seen one artist who's, who was small time when I saw them and they've yes. become big since and that's a, a, a country singer called Lindsay L. Yeah, okay. Um, and she's now gone on to have know, yeah, huge hits in America, and uh, she's right. Canadian actually, and she's a a good guitarist. She, yeah, yeah. It's very rare that you get a female country singer who who does play a guitar, and that's that prominent thing. Right. Like she would say, she's a guitarist who also sings. Right. Um. And like, yeah, she's exceptionally good guitarist, but she is pop country, so it's not like you're not getting the chicken picking and things like that. Right. It's it's definitely right. just more than standard guitar stuff, you okay. know. Um, Duran Duran is that the wife as well? No, it was my daughter. That's your daughter. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. that's, <laughs> that's, about, a month, like? that's about a month before Gail and I got married. Oh, wow. and it that was her twelfth birthday. Oh wow. In fact, it's her birthday this 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 Friday. She's, oh. she she she'll be 40, 47. Wow! And she was a twelve then.
0: <laughs> you see, like, hey, only four rows back on that one. Yeah, probably.
1: yeah, yeah. It was a my birthday treat for
0: her. No, I, I think it's worth. I think we can do. Um, I think I reckon we can do just a random. Drop in and see what. We yeah, get. please. It I was, think that'd be I'm, a great idea. I'm sure, idea with I'm these. sure, we'll I'm we'll sure there's some magic. Oh, I have found magic. Um So, almost Led Zeppelin. That's Jimmy Page and Robert Plant. Yes,
1: that's it, mm. Um It's one of those rare occasions when they took the seats out downstairs. What venue is that? Wembley Arena.
0: Oh, Wembley Arena. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So, so we were we were on the ground floor. Um... And it was a really good atmosphere, really good atmosphere. Mm. They did a, they, they did uh, some Led Zeppelin stuff, and they started up off with uh, Led Zepp's rock and roll, you know. Yeah. Um, not a good night, really. I've, I've had so many. Peter uh, said, Plants
0: recently released the second album Alison Krauss. That's right. They, <laughs> they
1: seem to be sort of you know getting on together. Don't they? Yeah,
0: they they do quite well though. I yeah. quite like them. I like that. Yeah, 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 they, um, they, they,
1: they match, well. They match
0: yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, obviously you don't get much from Jimmy Page unless you got Rubber Plant with him do you no, that's the only problem no. oh I'm glad I picked this oh can I can only just about read that one but this one I'm so glad I picked this one because this is one of my favourite artists so um and he gets we talk about him loads on the podcast that's uh, Bob Dylan yes yes so what What? when's that one it's quite an old ticket uh,
1: yeah, 89 sad, yeah. yes um 89 yep yeah. he was okay but not at his best
0: hmm uh, so I think he just had a comeback album then, hadn't he? Yes, it? it was
1: Mercy, Oh Mercy. Yeah, Um he played, he sang, he didn't have much to say, <laughs> and he just did the job. That's, but, that's but so it, Bob it, Dylan. Bob, <laughs> it, but it was it was Bob Dylan. Yeah. The, the time after this that I saw him at Wembley yeah. again, he played keyboards. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Never touched the guitar. Never touched the guitar. Yeah. I mean, he's he's not. I mean.
0: We hold him up to being like a, a an acoustic player, yeah. and then obviously he went electric. So we hold him up as a bit of electric guitar, but we hold him up as a guitarist. But he's never really been a no. a, a musician with one instrument. He he can chop and choose, but we yeah, yeah. just never see him playing the piano, even yeah. though we know he does. We just never see it. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, that's it. I've forgotten about that one. <laughs> <laughs> <The> memory, say <sorry. laughs>
0: yeah. We come back to you. Right, what have we got here? So I'm just gonna pick up one at random. Oh. I don't know too much about this band. I know they exist, and I've listened to them, but I don't know much about them. That's the Derek Trucks band. Yes. 2009. Now, Derek
1: Tru- Trucks often plays um, along with Eric Clapton, mm. uh, and they do some, some good bottlenecks together, mm. along with John Mayer. Is it John Mayer? Uh, yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah, he's left-handed, is I don't
0: know if John Mayer is, actually. Yeah, I should yeah. know. He's one of my favourite guitarists. Yeah. Probably.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah um okay and his wife is also a musician mm. it was entertaining it didn't blow me away um just 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 okay went through the motions enjoyed it but it mm. didn't blow me away <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> to be honest that's what i felt like when i listened to derek when yeah. i listened to the albums like yeah. it was entertaining but yeah, yeah. i didn't get blown away by it yeah um i just picked one up that we've already spoken about before um Ah, we spoke about this guy just a tad. We just touched on him. Well, we were talking about it a little bit before the podcast. This is 2008. Shepherd's Bush Empire, brilliant venue. Uh, I went there recently to see yeah. Larkin Poe. They have you heard of them? No. no. Oh, great blues rock, a uh, no, little I'm bit okay. Americana and country.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, female duo. Yeah, Incredible. Yeah. They're so good. Um, really worth checking out. And when I was there, um, they said. So do you know who Keith Urban is? Have you heard of him? No. He's a he's a, he's a brilliant guitarist as well. Oh, a okay. uh, country guitarist, but again, pop country style. Right. And they literally brought him out, and he's one of he's at the I mean, he's one of the biggest artists of the past twenty years. This guy, sold millions of records. Like oh, right. he just comes out, and just plays a solo, and then walks off after thirty <laughs> seconds.
1: <laughs> but yeah, no, <laughs> okay. this is a this is Joe Bonamassa. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. This is the first time I saw George
1: Joe Bonamassa. And uh, I was unsure what to expect. Mm. Um, and he he played there a year or so earlier, and it hadn't sold out. But he mm. came on stage and played a few numbers, and with great pride, he said, "I saw over the door tonight, Joe Bonamassa sold out." <laughs> so he he said, yeah, "That's good, I've, I've made it." But he he was good. It blew you away. Uh, it was entertaining um but how long ago was this it's 14 years ago yeah he'd probably played like a wembley arena
0: style, size place now right? yes Rather than Empire. yeah yeah like, he's a much bigger artist now
1: yes yeah he did play the borderline uh like two or three years before it shut down but the tickets mm. were like so oh, yeah. money. Uh, yeah and to be that close yeah, yeah you yeah you could you couldn't get them yeah but no, I, i, I agree. He,
0: Yeah, he's um, he's one of those artists where we were saying before. I wouldn't buy one of his albums unless it was dirt cheap to buy. Yeah, yeah. But I would happily love to go and see him live. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's he's just. Incredible. I've actually got one of his albums here that I've never opened Have them. you? <laughs> You've <laughs> never, <opened it. laughs> you never opened it. Classic Joe Bonamassa, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, these guys, right? Um, so these guys, I don't know the story of this. So this is. There's, there's, uh, there is a, I don't know if it's a splinter group that, or, or if this is the group at the time. So they've become three bonzos and a piano, haven't they?
1: Yes. The so bonzo, do, yeah. Bonzo. Yeah, so this
0: is the Bonzo Dog Doodar Band. Yeah, and they, this, obviously, yeah, The, act the, the, the original,
1: vir- Virtually the original band without Vivian. Yeah. Um. And and including Sam Spoons. Sam Spoons was mm. there. Yeah. Uh. And, and I think, was that the Mean Fiddler?
0: This is at uh, the Astoria... Yeah,
1: that's London. the Mean Fiddler? Yeah. That's it, on Charing yeah. Cross Road? Yeah. Yeah, so back in the centre of London, which was all demolished to make way for the Elizabeth Line oh. and the extension to Tottenham Court Road Station. Oh, God, all these venues yeah, dying So so, so that, that's been flattened.
0: That's why I'm so glad there's people like, yeah. you know, people like the Guy from Mumford and on yeah, making yeah, venues yeah. like the Lafayette and the Omera yeah, um, because they're yeah, dying, you need new ones.
1: Yeah, and... and uh, it, it, again it's it's just if you like Bonzo Dog it's like, brilliant yeah, it's funny. funny Yeah, uh, it's I mean, entertaining the, the, oh that particular night yeah I went with my mate's brother who's now long, no longer with us mm. Mark, Mark Manley and he um, I met him to see Bonzo Dog that finished just before 10
0: yeah
1: and I legged it down Oxford Street where I met my other mate Alan who's his brother
0: mm.
1: right and we went Went to see uh, the Pretty Things, so I did two gigs in one night. And
0: they what did they start at ten or did you catch the end?
1: No, Bonzo Dog finished just before ten, yeah, and the Pretty Things weren't on until about quarter past ten. Wow! So, so I made both. <laughs> gigs. There was support at the Hundred Club, but I still, I still, um mm. I still, still made it. Uh, to The pretty things the pretty things for a wow. full, full set,
0: yeah. They it's funny, the pretty things have like some sort of recent live albums, I think it's like recorded at the 100 Club or something around yeah, there, yeah. It's one of the smaller venues in London,
1: yeah. and like they go for like on vinyl, they go for like hundreds of pounds. Well, hundreds of pounds. Phil, Phil May died a couple of years, well, yeah, exactly. There. And uh, we I met him, I met him at the borderline, he, oh, yeah, he's a little fella, again, you know? <laughs> <It's always laughs> surprising. Um, and and uh, the guitarist, uh, Dick Taylor, was you original guitarist with the Rolling Stones. Oh. Until Keith wow. Richards came along. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Wow. Blimey. God. Because, I, I was saying, talking Bonsai Dog, Do-dog, man, just before we move on, yeah. they're linked to Monty Python, aren't they, some way? Am I right on thinking that, or am I not? I. I, th- I th- Is it like Neil Linnis or someone was, Yeah, I, th- I think they're, was they're, they're the
1: same ilk. They, they, they yeah. Probably they, they went to university together. Yeah, there's, something there's, like there's, that. A t- there's a tie up there. Yeah. But I did see them uh, on another occasion, I did see him at Good Old Shepherds Bush again. Oh yeah. Um, and Paul Merton came out and and did, oh. did a bit with him as well. Oh wow. And Phil Jupiter. Wow. Well. Yeah. So. Well, oh, he's a
0: huge fan of them though. He's yeah, always
1: he, talking yeah. about singing that process yeah, yeah all the time. And, and he played a bit of guitar, but it was a Mickey type guitar. Yeah. He just strummed. Yeah, a few he doesn't calls. really know what to do. Yeah, yeah strummed a few chords, <laughs> but it it just worked. But it, it wow. Was, it, it, yeah, they're no, no, very. I, I, I love them. I love
0: them. Talk the music, uh, meeting musicians. Um. Let's go into some because I know you've met quite a lot. So let's start with Chuck Berry and then move on because you've yeah, yeah. met Chuck Berry. Yeah, like that's so, somewhere to around, me. and
1: i will probably put it under <laughs> lock and key. I've got the Chuck Berry ticket with with his uh, suit with his autograph on the back. <laughs> and I went to see Chuck Berry. This is uh, two thousand and six, was it? it? Around about two, yeah, around about two thousand and six. Mm-hmm. Went to see Chuck Berry, Shepherd's Bush Empire on a Sunday night. And he only does an hour. Yeah. And we were on the ground floor. But he was good. Yeah. Was, yeah. You know, oh, he got yeah. he, he fell apart a bit as he got older. But bear in mind he was at the time Yeah, seventies, wasn't he? 70s, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um and uh hung around waiting for him afterwards mm. at the stage door. There was about mm. ten of us. And then somebody said, Oh, he's 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 cut he's he's <laughs> going out the other entrance where they bring the scenery and the uh, <laughs> and the equipment in. <laughs> So we legged it around there, and there was a Jag, chauffeur given Jag, waiting for him to take him back to the hotel. And he came out, and uh, one or two people got autographs. One chap was there with his 12-year-old son and a guitar, and he got Chuck to autograph it. Oh, that's lovely. So I got him to to, to autograph my ticket, and I said to him, you were really good tonight, Chuck. And he said, thanks, man. (laughs) shook my hand, and that was it.
0: Wow! Nice. <laughs> I mean, I, I can only dream of that. Who else? Are there any others that spring to mind?
1: Like, well, I met Dwayne Eddy at um what at, at the Hundred Club. Oh yeah, about uh, eight years ago, <laughs> and he was just doing a one-off concert. Very rarely comes to London.
0: Yeah, i guess say saying. rarely plays even. Like...
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. And uh, yeah, yeah, he he did all his 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 usual instrumental stuff, mainly from the '60s, and he was, was mm. sharp as anything. And he basically came over to us. Wow. And shook her hand and said, Did we enjoy it? And <laughs> we said, yeah, of course we did. Wow. Yeah, very very tall man, big big sort of big man. Yeah. Uh but good musician. Good musician. He is,
0: yeah, he's, just, he's actually a
1: spectacular
0: musician. Well we sort of pioneered guitar playing
1: yeah, yeah the and genre, I, met, I also met Steve Cropper uh, at Dig Walls. Mm. Uh Steve Cropper's the guitarist from um Buccartini MGs. Oh
0: wow yeah. Green Onions. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. A solo on that. That he also wrote,
1: He yeah. also wrote Knock on Wood and the midnight it? hour what well I don't know if you know midnight hour and knock on wood it's the same chord sequence reversed oh okay so try that <laughs> that makes sense they so go duh, duh, okay. duh, 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 and turn it around the other way do 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 yeah wow. so knock on wood yeah <laughs> knock on wood midnight hour Turn, turn, turn the calls around. It's Eddie Floyd and Wilson Pickett, isn't Wilson it, Pickett, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But yeah. he he wrote that. He also wrote a lot of stuff for um, Otis Redding.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, he's he,
1: one. He's one of my favorite souls. Yeah, singers, and he like. was. To- and and uh, Steve Cropper was was touring with the uh, with the Animals. What's left of the original yeah. Animals? Yeah. So wow. that's
0: incredible, man. I mean, like, yeah. Just, I mean, think like. As you saying about actually Chuck Berry doing an hour, I uh, and I, I met the guy as well when I was out. I went to see Gino Washington. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, and he does, uh, he literally just does a 30 minute set. Yeah. Because he's in his, what, 70s, right? Yeah. Where well, he was then. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about, I'm talking about, I probably would have seen him six, seven, eight years ago now. Yeah. And he comes out at the end and he uh, he came out. We got a photo with him and I don't think I got anything signed by him because I didn't have anything to sign. But I got a photo with him and he, uh, yeah, he, he came out well, I got three of his records now, High home. Actually, mm. If only I had them then I could have gotten signed. Yeah. Um, but like yeah, he he's I mean that half hour, yeah. wow, he's incredible.
1: Yeah.
0: Um like it's <laughs> it's just like but you also feel like you've seen a bit of royalty when you see yeah, this yeah. kind of like yeah, these people. Yeah. I mean, he's isn't like uh, his, his his album, the live album he did, uh, isn't that like that's like one of the isn't that like the best selling album the 60s yeah. in the sixties in the UK.
1: Isn't oh it? he used to do the rounds back yeah. in the sixties in the Starlight Club, he got to Starlight. You, you, you know, you know, he started out in this country, not in in music, but he was a fitness instructor for the American <laughs> Army, at, uh, uh, up in up in Suffolk somewhere. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Training
0: the GIs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. That's what he did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, that's he, he's he's amazing. I, I and I'm just lucky. I just feel lucky that I've that, that I've seen him. You know, yeah. um, I just feel so lucky. Um, we were talking about guitar and stuff like that, um, so um, so, I want to just ask, like, what's your favourite guitar before we, uh, before we wrap up?
1: Right. Well, the guitar that I've always wanted to own, and I don't know if I'd get on with it, <laughs> would be a 12-string Rickenbacker. Ooh. Oh, yeah,
0: you said about a Rickenbacker.
1: Yeah, which George Harrison played on A Hard Day's Night. Yeah, and I'd love I'd love that because I've started learning to play the, the track from the Revolver album and your bird can sing.
0: Yeah, and that's that iconic jangle sound, isn't
1: it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now um it's quite difficult to play it, and I can't quite get the sound quite right. But I've started to get away with it, and I've tried it on my double neck twelve string. But it doesn't work. yes yeah. it's, it's it's. Which
0: t- I've i played that. Yeah, well. you've let
1: me play that before. Yeah, it's that's incredible. right. Yeah, it, and it's hard work that guitar. Yeah, it really is hard work. Yeah. So I, so probably that's not the guitar to play that <laughs> one. But I'd love a twelve string rickenbacker. Yeah, that would do me. But I love my Les Paul, mm. my Les Paul Studio, and I love my Hofner very thing that I restored. Oh yeah. Uh, and I quite like. It. And if I just want to make a, make a noise, I love my Telecaster. And if I want something, <laughs> I love tellies yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I want something in between, I've got I've got my Strat. Strat, yeah. Clap yeah,
0: Strat.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, 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 so really. But if I had a choice, it, it would be a twelve-string, Rick and up. But having said that, I'd love a Gibson double neck. <laughs> yeah, <at> six twelve. <612. laughs> I mean,
0: every guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I uh, well. Roger, it's been so great to have you on today. A pleasure. Um, we can do it again. Yes.
1: We go, we've got more tickets <laughs> So to many. Through.
0: I mean, there's about 300 in here. Yeah, least, I so, yeah, yeah. no, it would be yeah. amazing. Yeah, thank you. That'd be great. It's been a pleasure, Daniel. Yeah, no, thank you so much for coming on. Um, yeah, um, people are going to love this. So, yeah, okay. thank you. Um, I just want to say to everyone at home, uh, hey, thank you for listening and all the ongoing support the website's there you can go there through uh the podcast description or through my link tree uh, find my link tree on my instagram uh, at this is dot tap um and you can find it all day you can also listen on any other um platform uh, any of your podcast platforms that you listen on i'm on all the major ones so but you can listen on the site if you want to um thank you for the ongoing support guys um and yeah this has been a great episode thank you roger, roger. <laughs> it is